0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Flea Flicker. I am your host, John Murray. And again, as I've always started off for the top of my most of my podcasts, I would like to, any new viewers out there that are listening to the show for the very first time, I want to say thank you for joining me, and uh, I hope you enjoy your stay. And for those viewers who have been with me from day one, I want to say thank you for being a loyal listener. And I hope you continue to come back. I know it's kind of hard for me because I'm used to working late, and right now it's about twelve seventeen actually in the morning, and I am doing this this episode. Of course, I usually sleep during the day, work at night, so I don't really get a chance to get around to doing the a lot of podcasts like I like to. But now the NFL, let's just say off season is uh, starting to get underway. You hear all, a lot of reports who might get signed, who might want to get kept. The combine is starting. There's a lot of things going on as far as the NFL off season goes. And of course, you know, who's gonna sign where? There's so, much, there's so much talk about, so much news that's been put out here in the last couple of days. I'm trying my best to get around to catch up on all this and give you my opinions, my intakes on, on, all, on all this and much more. Uh, certainly, uh, like I said before, I am on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter. If you have, please, any questions, or you want my opinion on something, please, I will do the best I can to get back with you, and I will certainly uh, answer your questions certainly as best, as I, best I can. Uh, it's hard to believe it will be in a few more episodes. I will hit 50 episodes, that's kind of hard to believe I started this podcast in late June and here we are we're here in the second week of March uh, for a personal note for myself in two more days it'll be March the 4th, but it's a, person, it's a somber date for me my dad had passed away when I back in March 4th 1979 so if you do the math, that's that's a lot of years and uh, it's a somber note uh, but if I get a chance and I will certainly get on the air and if there's any more news that I can knock out and give my opinions on I will certainly I will certainly do that uh, again like I said yesterday's podcast I certainly hope I am doing a uh, I'm hoping, people who are listening to this podcast I'm hoping I'm taking your Mind off of things, whether it's stress at work. Uh, certainly was the inflation, high gas prices, and shortening of course Ukraine and Russia. A lot's going on in the world. It's a it's a crazy, messed up world that we live in, unfortunate. But sometimes it's sometimes it's always good to get away from things, whether you got to be taking a bowl bath, kicking back, you know, and uh, let the bubbles and just soak it all in. And whether you're watching TV uh, you're catching a sporting event, uh, I know NBA, college basketball is going strong right now. Uh, unfortunately, you might not be seeing no Major League Baseball anytime soon because there's a strike Strike that is going on, but they would not know when they're going to even play games who knows how long this could stretch 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 uh, if you're a baseball fan uh, certainly my, my heart's with you and I feel for you uh, for those football fans to combine and again remember in April you'll have the USFL the return of the USFL be very interesting I don't think the USFL will be as quite as interesting i say as as it was once before when you had the Doug Flues, the Herschel Walkers of the world playing in the USFL. Actually, Reggie White, people who don't remember, he played in the USFL. Uh, Jim Kelly, actually Doug Williams played in USFL, came back to play for, the, play for Washington. It's a lot of things, a lot of very interesting things going on there. But enough of that, let's jump into the stall start in football. Let's jump into the very First, subject we'll, pick, we'll talk about, and that's well the New York Giants trade Shaycon Barkley. Now, certainly Barkley had a very good rookie season, and since then, it's kind of it's been it's been injuries after injury after injury, unfortunate. Now, when Barkley is one hundred percent healthy. He could be one, definitely one of the better running backs in the league. There's no mistake about it. And to be honest with you, it was Barkley at one point in time that was carrying the offense, really. It wasn't a Daniel Jones. It wasn't this person or it wasn't that person. The offense was built around Barkley. But when he got hurt, the offense fell apart. Now, it's not all I know. In this day and age, that's why general managers and owners hate to pay running backs the big bucks because of this, because of injuries. Barkley, you know, that's why but the Giants don't want to pay Barkley the big bucks. That's why, who knows, they might let Barkley go. Now, if somebody is willing to take Barkley off their hands, I'm sure the Giants will listen. listen to any offer. But you understand, I mean, Look at Christian McCaffrey, for example. Ever since Christian McCaffrey got his money, he's been been, been injured for the last two years. Le'Veon Bell was the greatest example of them all. He got a lot of money, I believe, from the the Jets, and look what happened. Now, certainly, Ezekiel Elliott, another fine example. Zeke his numbers have been dipping every single year since he's he's been going down on a downward spiral, and again, they're paying they're paying him the big bucks. Now, of course, there's been a buzz that I don't think they'll they're not going to trade Zeke, but I don't know if they're going to try to somehow you know what they're going to do. Salary cap issue? Could they try to you know cut some you know talk to Zeke, bring him in? Try to get Zeke to, you know, to redo his contract to get more salary cap money. I don't know if that's the case for Zeke. I'm assuming that maybe Jerry might talk to Zeke about that. Again, that's just a guess. But Zeke's numbers have been going down. And this is why, like I said, a lot of NFL executives, owners, do not want to pay running backs the big bucks because they can go out and they can go find a running back. From Timbuktu University, and draft him in the uh, in the sixth round, and believe that he could be the he can be the answer for them. Now there have been some sixth round running backs, Terrell Davis, Hall of Famer. I mean, take a look at the career he did. Take a look at the wonders he did for the Denver Broncos. Another thing, what about Elijah Mitchell, Forty Nine ers starting running back from BYU? He was drafted very late. He had a pretty decent rookie year, and right now he may very well be the starting running back. Come back next year, you can always find that running back that you believe. I mean, think about Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan made a career out of pulling a running back out of thin air and pretty much putting him in, putting him in the lineup, and it would work. Kyle Shannon Kyle has done the exact same thing that his father did. He can put anybody back in there and make it work. But could Barkley be traded? I'm assuming there is a very good chance, like I said, I'm sure that the, the new brass with the New York Giants are certainly looking at all options in the world. Now, Daniel Jones, it has said that he will be back for another year. And I got a feeling that Daniel Jones, this will be Daniel Jones's last chance, because if he cannot do anything other, under the new regime, Dan's gonna be gone. Now, I don't really believe that the Giants will get a will draft a quarterback, unless they draft a quarterback late, and there are some quarterbacks, there are some quarterbacks out there that may slip that you know the Giants may gam- gamble on. Maybe somebody that you haven't, except for the top four or five quarterbacks, I don't think the Giants will go get any of them. But don't be surprised if some guy slips, if a guy that nobody really talks about, gets a chance, to pl- gets a chance, the Giants jump on him, and you never know. Now, the offensive line hasn't been that good for the Giants for the last few years. Then again, the receiving core has been hit or miss. They go ahead and spend all this money on Kenny Holiday, and Kenny, and Kenny again, once again, hurt again. That's why the Giants, why Detroit got rid of him because they got tired of his injuries. Sterling Shepard was a good player, but again, Sterling, he's had history of being injured the last couple seasons as well. They drafted Tony from the University of Florida this past year. Tony thought Tony can bring an element. Now, Tony did show some flashes. Don't get me wrong. But can he do it on a consistent basis? To me, Tony, they want to use Tony as like Dabo did, or Debo, excuse me, as he was used for the 49ers. I believe the Giants want to use him in that capacity in some way, shape, or form. Evan Ingram, Ingram. he'll probably, he is a free agent. He's probably going to be gone he'll probably wind up somewhere else. Evan is a talented, talented player. Bad quarterback play. It's really hurt him. But then again, injuries have been an issue for Evan Ingram as well. It seems to be a recurring theme for the New York Giants, injuries upon injuries upon injuries. And even Dan Jones' past season, he was digged up. He wasn't 100% healthy. Like I said, there's so it's. But do I see Barker getting traded? To be honest with you, I really do not see him getting traded. I'm not going to count it out. But again, I don't know what the new regime, the New York Giants, are thinking. I really don't. Now, you got to remember the new regime is coming from Buffalo. And you got to remember the Buffalo Bills didn't have that. Still have a running game. You had Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, who seemed to have fell out of favor with the Buffalo Bills at some point this past season. So they've been known to not have a top notch running back. But let's be honest with you, if you have a hundred percent healthy Barkley, he's better than Singletary and he's better than Moss. But that's the biggest issue with Barkley. Can he stay healthy for a full seventeen games. And the answer to that question is I date very seriously. Maybe he can prove he'll prove maybe he'll prove the experts, the executives wrong. But I don't see Barkley going anywhere. Now I know the Devontae Bookers is back up and Booker stepped in and did a pretty decent job last season. If you trade Barkley Do you, yeah, that means Booker's going to step in as a number one man. Or unless you find a a free agent running back out there that you said, okay, I can plug him in. There's probably a couple out there that can do the job. Now, to be honest with you, do you go out and you spend a little bit of money on maybe a James Conner? You put Conner and Booker as your one-two punch. And you trade Barkley. And use him for more draft picks. Now, there's probably a team out there. I'm not going to deny it. That might take a chance on Barkley. There's plenty of teams out there that would certainly take, certainly take that, that chance. But for right now, I don't see Barkley going anywhere. Barkley, I believe, will stay put. We'll see if Dan Jones can finally show something. Can the offensive line? Get pieced together, and I'm sure the offensive line will be will be something that the Giants will touch upon in the draft. At least I'm thinking they might. If Barkley comes back and is healthy. And can Ken, Kenny Calday stay out there for a full season. Tony. Now Darius Slayton, I believe Darius Slayton is who didn't do who didn't hear much about him last year. Darius Slayton's not a bad weapon. And now there's a buzz that the Giants may add yet another receiver, possibly in the draft. I don't know. I mean, I to me, offensive line will certainly be the top priority for, for them. But do I see the Giants getting a receiver in the draft? To be honest with you, I, anything is possible. But I can see offensive line, maybe two offensive linemen, maybe an offensive lineman and an edge rusher. Or maybe somebody in the secondary. To me, I see an offensive lineman, maybe an edge rusher, or maybe maybe an L, maybe another cornerback, maybe the guy from the Rodane Hamilton. You never know. Because to me, I don't know if they want to gamble on a receiver. And they are they are they're probably good, seven, eight good receivers in this year's draft. Again receiving class. Another strong receiving class. We'll see. But for me, I don't think Barkley's going nowhere. I think they'll give Barkley every opportunity that he can to be the Barkley that they believe that he can be. But we shall see. Again, it all depends. Can they get an offensive line? Can Daniel Jones take the pressure off of Barkley? And that's a question that I don't, you know, to be honest with you, they have not done the job in that regard. But in my opinion, Barkley stays put. Unless somebody overwhelms them at offer they simply cannot refuse. And like I said, there's plenty of teams in the NFL that would take a chance. Would you take a chance on Barkley? Now, I don't know any uh, one possibility. What about the Miami Dolphins? Now, granted, yeah yeah, it would be a nice nice thing for Miami can you imagine a healthy Barkley with the Miami Dolphins that nice sunny weather then again Miami's offensive line is not the greatest in the world either but you keep going you keep you keep thinking the biggest coup to grow is what if you know what if for some odd ball reason what about the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I know they got Clyde Edwards and Claire. I get it. But to me, Clyde has not really lit the world on fire like I thought he would when they drafted him out of LSU. I, I don't know. Do you, do you flip the running backs? I don't. Yeah. But Barkley with a, a better offensive line in that system, and can you imagine, can you imagine that? It depends. I don't think that's going to happen. But it'd be a very interesting spin on things. It's just a thought. Something to throw out there. What about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Then again, the offensive line has taken a a hit this offseason. There is no Tom Brady to speak of. You do have Mike Evans, but then Mike Evans' weapons around him are starting to dwindle. Don't know that'd be a good fit for Barkley, but you never know the crazy world of football that we're in. But my guess, Barkley stays. Barkley stays put. Now the word is out of Jacksonville that they are open for business, and what that means is they're very interested in trading the. Their first overall pick in the draft. And I can certainly understand why Jackson will do that. They've got a lot of holes to fill. Out for the ports, the Texans would be interested in trading their first overall pick. Out for the Detroit Lions would be open for business. So those are your top three teams in this year's draft are open for business and willing to trade if anybody wants to move up. Now, I get it. I get the top three teams. off and, oh, I have got holes to fill, and there's nothing wrong with that strategy. If you can get, if you can get, if you can get a player, you can get some, certainly some more draft picks. Maybe you trade down in the first round, you get maybe a second rounder, some fourth rounders, or wherever the case might be. I can understand that for the top three teams in this draft, they got holes that has got to be filled. Nothing wrong with the strategy at all whatsoever. The problem is, is this, there's not that. And usually when you do that, it's got to be a quarterback that you want. Well, this year's NFL draft, there's not really a quarterback that really says, that's my franchise quarterback. Now, I know Kenny Pickett from from Pittsburgh seems to be everybody's number one consensus. And to me, he would be my number one pick as well. And, of course, his name's been thrown out to the Panthers, Washington, uh, even Pittsburgh itself has has said they'd be interested in his services. There's a lot of names. I mean, Kelly's been thrown around. I've heard the New York ones, well, not New York, but I believe the New Orleans Saints is another team that's interested in him as well. If you go by the Bob drafts. He's up and down the board, and Willis from Liberty. His stock seems to be going up and up. They've got him as maybe as the Pittsburgh Steelers taking a, taking a chance on him. Willis, in some ways, Willis Willis could remind me of a Cordell Stewart. If that, if, if you remember that name, former quarterback from the University of um, Colorado slash was they call him slash I believe they called him. Back in the day, to me, Willis kinda has that Cordell Stewart vibe, vibe to him. Maybe he brings a little life life to the Pittsburgh Steels if Pittsburgh is willing to go that route. But most teams, like I said, most teams is when they are interested. It's usually gotta be that big name quarterback that they that they really feel. It's gonna be that guy. Now, some you know, I don't see. And to be honest with you, I don't really see any action going down with that. At regard, I don't see nobody moving up to take Jacksonville's first overall pick in the draft, or he's Detroit or even the Texans. I don't really see it going down either way. Again, I know you know some people have moved up and down the draft. Carlson Wentz, remember Carlson Wentz, remember Philadelphia? They moved up to get him years ago. Look how that turned out. Mitchell Trubisky, another guy. And the Chicago Bears last year they moved up to get Justin Fields. Now, Justin remains to be seen what type of quarterback he will be in this league. Just prime examples. Of, you know, prime examples. The first two didn't turn out to be so well. Justin, like I said, to be determined when he's going to do this league. But again, most teams, like I said, you're not going to trade for a running back. Not a lot of times you're going trade for a receiver. Now, unless for some oddball reason, you really think there's a a Hall of Fame, maybe offensive lineman. As you think that's going to be? Again, I don't see that going down. But I don't blame I don't blame Jacksonville for saying, "Hey, we'll, we'll listen over to the first round pick in the draft." But there's got to be somebody out there that really feels that maybe that a quarterback in this year's draft that they really believe. And really, feel in the heart's of heart that this is the guy. He's the missing link. He's the guy that's going to be our quarterback for the next ten, eleven, twelve years in this league, on in this league, and on this team. And we got to believe that he can take us to many playoffs, even get us a Super Bowl. Maybe a couple of Super Bowl rings in the process as well. But to me, there's that. To me, in this year's draft, there's not that type of quarterback. And I'm saying, and I'm not saying you'd be surprised some teams that would overspend to get what they feel is that guy. But I just don't see it this year, somebody overspending for that type of game, for that type of player. Now, I'm sure Jacksonville and others, Texans, Lions, I'm sure that for business as they say, but nobody's going to pay them what they want. It's very simple. Again, there's not a player, there's not a quarterback, especially in that draft, that fits that bit, that fits that mold. So I get it. I get the the teams, they want to trade. They want to make a trade because they've got a lot of holes to fill. You don't want three or four draft picks to move up. To that one spot, but the buyers beta price, at least not this year. For it. Now the word and the word out of Arizona is that Calimary wants a long-term deal. Now it has been reported that that the The head coach and the general manager have got a new deal in place. They've signed a contract extension. Extension. And Clef Kingsbury, to his credit now, it was an odd hiring to say the least. Here's a man who was coaching Texas Tech, had a losing record, and all of a sudden the Cardinals went out and they signed this gentleman. Now, to give Cliff the credit, give them a little bit of credit, he's actually improved every single year that he's been in this league. And Kyler Murray has been the biggest reason that he has extended every year. Now, Kyler, was, Kyler suffered some injuries last year. He was off to that. He was, would they mentioned, as a candidate for the MVP, right? And they were 7-0 one time until they lost to the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night. But of course, now there has been rumblings that what Kyle wanted out, he had uh, scrubbed the Cardinals off his Instagram page and whatnot. And now there's been word that here things kosher with the Cardinals, and that Kyle, matter of fact, you would believe it was Kyle's agent that. Send out a tweet, congratulating Cliff Kingsbury for the contract extension, if I'm not mistaken. So to me, that's a good sign for the Cardinals that Cardinals. And and to be honest with you, in this day and age, I'm sure that Kyler will get a contract extension at some point because quarterbacks are hard to come by in this league. They're not a dime in a dozen. It's hard to get that fran it's hard to get that franchise quarterback. Now there's always that you don't know. I mean, there's always I don't know factor now. Like I said, there seemed to be where Kyler wanted to be traded, but now now I thing seems to be kosher and he's coming now. He wants a long they want a long term commitment. And I'm sure the Cardinals are going to do their due diligence and they want to send they want to bring back they want to sign college a long-term deal the funny thing is the, the baltimore ravens are now are in that boat with lamar jackson lamar jackson is due for a a big big contract and i'm sure people are going to go off of the josh the josh Allen, the money that josh Allen got for the buffalo Bills. now Certainly, Lamar Jackson, he's earned his money in Lamar. He was hurt this past year. And if Lamar had been healthy, who's to say the Ravens could have very well have snuck in the back door and could have made the playoffs? It was always Lamar Jackson. People worry about his passing ability. There was nothing wrong with his legs, but his passing ability. And last year, he did show shines where he could exactly pass the ball. Marcus Brown actually had his first thousand yard season last year. Now Kyler Murray, it's gonna be interesting this year with Kyler Murray because if you look at what Kyler Murray is, a New York offensive line, D Hop, yeah, he's back this year. But what about it? Christian Kirk is gone? Zach Hurst is a free agent, your top two running backs, Chase Simmons, James Connor, they're gone. So to be honest with you, yeah, and some say Chandler Jones. He could be maybe only out the door as well. In some way, maybe I can see what maybe maybe Collin Murray might want to rethink it. Because if all my weapons, all I got is D Hop, I don't have much else to work with. And my offensive line is <laughs> is mediocre at best. Other than D. Hub, where's the rest of my weapons at? Now A. J. Green, I don't know. I I don't know if A. J. Green will be back. What his contract status was, but you got to Christian Kirk. I know there was receiver purported day Andy Isabel, I believe his name from the University of Massachusetts. He went out. He wasn't really being used at all anyway for the Cardinals. So the point is, you know, you got to wonder, what's Kyler Murray? I mean, I'm sure Kyler Murray was thinking in the back of his mind, well, just, all my offense is pretty much gone. But yeah, why do I want come back to a team where well, my offense is pretty much where maybe about 85% of my offense is out the door? And now they want to sign him it. now, I'm sure the Carls would love to sign Kyler Murray to a long-term deal. There have been questions on Murray's leadership skills. That has been a buzz. But now the Cardinals seem to think of that there are things kosher. His leadership skills are on par with what they need. But to be honest with you, if you call him Murray and you're his agent, again, like I stated two seconds ago, 85 to 90% of their offense is out the door. And trust me, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that people would certainly knock would certainly pick up the phone, call and say, Hey, what do you want for Kyler Murray? And I'm sure people would want that. But to me, I mean, can you imagine Kyler Murray in the right situation? Now I know Kyler Murray, people always cracked about his size and he's gonna be injury prone. He's injury prone. Well last year was really the first year that he really missed. Any significant amount of time but with that being said I'm sure the Cardinals are very interested in locking up Colin Murray because as that saying goes the more you don't lock the man up the higher the price tag gets right I mean what about Dak Prescott he didn't sign Dak Prescott to a long-term deal now granted Dak betted on himself and of course Dak End up getting hurt, but he, even him getting hurt didn't yeah didn't hurt his chances of signing a long term deal because Jerry Jones knew that Dak Prescott was better than any other quarterback that was on his roster or anybody else that he could have gone got maybe free agency, but. I'm sure you're, you're thinking it. You're, you're rethinking it over and over and over again. Is this the right? thing? I mean, I like Arizona. Maybe you like the city, like the coaching staff. But the problem is, the confidence seems to and it's like I said 9% out the that door that's probably where I really want you to sign that long term deal knowing what could be laying ahead now granted you're in the division you still have a CLC Russell Wilson's still there but of course you're the buzz everything sees me again kosher with me with Pete Carroll, John Schneider and Russell Wilson right now. You look at the Rams, Matthew Strapper. Matthew strapper is what, they were four years old now. Matthew strapper might not getting any younger. And then you got the San Francisco 49ers in that division. The 49ers could it be the team to, def- I think mean, right now, they could be the team to beat in that, in that division. But the problem is that you do have trade Lance, but can Trade Lance be that quarterback for the next 10, 11, 12 years for the San Francisco 49ers? Obviously forty nine think so they wouldn't be interesting interesting trading Jimmy Garoppolo. But again, I am sure that the Cardinals will do everything in their power to sign Kyler Murray. But, as I've always said before, in every lie, there's a little bit of truth in it somewhere. And I don't know. I'm sure that Arizona is saying that, hey, everything is all fine and really good here. But is it really? I don't know. I don't know if it's really fine or not. In mine, I don't think it's fine. That being said, I'm sure Kyle, I'm sure him and his agent will sit there and do their very best to get maybe all the money they can get. Maybe you're kind of learning, And I hate to say it, maybe you won out of Arizona. Now, Kirk Kingsbury has been a very solid coach for you. Maybe that's why you stayed, because again, you want the coaching staff. But you got to take a look. With the weapons around you. You don't have much weapons right now. And that's a concern. If you're a top flight. If you're a top of the line quarterback. You want as many weapons as possible. Now. And Kyle Murray. Is not going to have the Tom Brady. Or the Aaron Rodgers type power. He hasn't earned that right. At all. I know Russell Wilson tried to have that power. But he didn't fly with the Seattle Brass. And Kyler Murray, Murray, doesn't have quite that much stroke in Arizona. But if you Kyler Murray, in the back of my head, do you really want to sign a long term deal? I mean, think about it. Like I said, where's your offense? It's starting to slowly go out the door. Do you really want to sign a long-term deal? Do, do you really want a long-term commitment? And do you go out here this year? You play your butt off. They may be you can hold the Cardinals hostage. Hey, I didn't have all. I didn't have this, this, and this, but I played like this. I need that money. Or do you tell them? Hey, I didn't have. I didn't have. A, B, C, and D, I didn't get out of here, I need to go somewhere else, send, me a, send me to another team, and trust me, there's plenty of teams out here that would want Colorado services. Now, word out of San Francisco is, we, talk, we just talked about Jim Guarapolo just a little bit, Now word I town that he's had some shoulder surgery, and he will not be throwing for the first sixteen for like sixteen weeks I believe it's the report coming out coming out of San Francisco. And now people are asking, is it going to hurt his value since the 49ers are gun ho, that Trey Lance is a quarterback. Now I don't know I don't know. I to be honest with you, I really don't believe it's gonna hurt his value too much. Because people already know what you're getting out of Jimmy Garoppolo anyway. Now, Jimmy at times can be solid. Jimmy at times can be. Jimmy can be jekyll. Jimmy can be Hyde, and that's pretty much what Garoppolo is. But the fact is, Garoppolo does have a winning record as a quarterback in the NFL, and that's hard to come by in this league. Now, the timing. The timing. Some people said the time might not be the greatest in the world, even though it's in the off season. Somebody said maybe once the season had ended, Garoppolo probably should have got it done sooner. And he'll not, he'll not throw for 16 weeks. And it could have helped, could have hurt before. Now, chances certainly of trade value. Now, I'm assuming that, I'm assuming that we're looking at maybe a second round pick for like Jimmy Garoppolo. If you're now if you're one of these NFL teams, Denver, Washington, Carolina, maybe Tampa Bay, don't know, and you wanted a quarterback, that shoulder, yeah, just because of that shoulder, you might go in and say, Well, you know, you want to second one up there, can't do it? Maybe I give you a third, maybe I give you a fourth, because that shoulder becomes that shoulder becomes an issue for me. If I gotta take a chance on you, then I gotta then I gotta make sure show was 100% and ready to roll for for my for my team now I don't know I don't really believe the 49ers would bite on that I believe not I have already said that, that maybe some people fear that Jimmy could stay with the 49ers because some people are not sure about trade lines now Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch seem to be sold on trade lands that without a doubt he has to be the, our shortened our quarterback next season. And Garoppolo is gone. They want to do everything in the world to help Jimmy to get out of town. But as far as as far as Jimmy's shoulder goes, I don't think it's going to hurt Jimmy's chances to land on team. But I think it's going to hurt if it makes sense, it's going to hurt as far as the value goes. They want a second rounder. I think Jim might have to go for a third, a third, maybe even a fourth. Rounder. I don't think the 49ers are going to go quite that low, but they could. But it could hurt hurt them as far as maybe maybe they get a third round of pick for Now the second round of pick that I believe they are looking for to get one Jimmy Garoppolo up and in a town. I think that'd be the only real reason that it would hurt, hurt them, right there. But we'll see if it hurts them or it doesn't hurt them. I mean, Jimmy, like I said, I said before, Jimmy does have a winning record with the San Francisco Finans, he's had a winning record, brings with the New England Patriots, he's got a winning record in his league. But like I said, he's Jekyll and I. What Jimmy did you get from week to week? And on the right team, I don't know how much Jimmy would make a team that much better. If he goes to Denver, he's certainly got the weapons. He has a good running back, and Javante wins. Maybe Melvin Gordon returns. There's some rumors out there interesting. And in bringing Melvin Gordon back. What about Washington? Yeah oh no okay offensive line. Nice running back in Antonio Gibson, Terry McLean, but you need that consistent number two receiver. I mean does Jimmy make the Washington team that much better? Tampa Bay comes up in the argument in the argument as well. Well, not that offensive line. You do have Mike Evans. But how much can Jimmy make Tampa Bay that much better? Now that, I really don't know. I would say, in my opinion, no. It doesn't make them that much better. And to me, I think Tampa Bay is on the, the downside now. I think, well, what about the Carolina Panthers? Well, I'm not keen on the offensive line. But if you get Christian McCaffrey to stay a whole, whole 17 games, you got You've got some weapons. You got DJ Moore. You got Bobby Anderson. Terrence Marshall, I think, in time could be a pretty decent number three receiver for them. There's there's potential Jimmy Garoppolo could be a very interesting pick. Could be a very interesting trade for the Panthers. But then again, Cam Newton's on the monster. You still got Sam Donald. Well do you cut Cam? Do you keep Sam around as the backup backup quarterback? Interesting snack Could be a very interesting scenario, right there. But we'll see. I don't think it, in some ways, it's not going to hurt Jimmy's value as far as getting traded. But I think it's going to hurt the 49ers value for what they get, as far as trade value goes. They might have won a second round pick. It's probably come down to a third rounder. If they want a third round pick, it might drop to a fourth round pick. I think that's where the that's right there is where the value could hurt the 49ers right there I know many experts have come out with their mock drafts and some I think you got the mock draft 2.0 could be debated by the time the draft rolls around there'll be about mock draft thirty point overall for all I know. Now for my for my viewers, I'm not gonna do any mock drafts, at least right now. I'll just sit down, maybe another couple of weeks or so, maybe I'll come up with my own version of where I think certain players should go and how much help, you know. What positions that I believe that would be benefit would benefit you know, their respective teams. Now, I know a couple of years ago, I did it on Twitter, and I think I had up to like maybe three rounds. Now, I'm not going to go that much into depth as far as, as where I really believe the top. I'm not going that far. We'll just go as, as far as the first round of the draft and we'll do our best I'll do my best to give you my possible predictions to who I think who's going to go where or I feel where the need is for the teams and the first pick like we said Jacksonville's got the first pick the name the offensive tackle from Alabama Neal has come up uh, Hutchinson at one point from Michigan those two had been I think on top of the, a lot of people's boards, as possibly going to join to Jacksonville. But we'll see. I mean, I know Detroit. Detroit's talking about keeping Hudson in. In, in. Texas seems to be the most. Interesting spot right now because they can go in so many different directions. I mean, they could certainly use offensive line help. Um, certainly could use a. I had a pass rusher on defense. They could probably use some secondary help. Um, they got. They could use help everywhere, on that team. Again, that goes back to I guess what you say. They wanted to. Trade, trade out, that third overall pick, and get some picks. And I can certainly understand why. Now. To me, the wide receivers, and maybe the offensive tackles might be, and maybe some pass rushers might be the best in this draft this year. There's not a quarter. there's not that, there's not really a big name quarterback out there. Now, running backs, nobody's really, as far as the draft goes, nobody's predicting a running back to go in the first round. There's a couple of names, Bryce Hall, I believe, from, um, Iowa State, I believe, he is a guy that is um, thought highly of, and Walker from Michigan State, top two running backs. I think I've seen some mock drafts where they both may go in the second round. I believe somebody had predicted that a Hall would go to the Texans, and it's a good spot for him. I like I like that spot, but again, like I tell like I'm going to tell my viewers. I will do, I will come up It may be a couple of weeks, maybe a few weeks, before I get a chance to sit down and tell you, hey, this is where so-and-so is going. Now certainly, in that point in time, people are sign, at some point in time, over as long you sign free agents. And sometimes when you sign free agents, it makes you think differently about how you're gonna. Hanging your draft, and that's something that you have But that's the all season goes on. That's something that you got to factor in into consideration. I'm sure executives are certainly factoring that in. But we'll see. It should be an interesting draft. I mean, the top two, a lot of people feel the top two might be. I'm not gonna say quite given, but people have an idea a way the first two might go, but I think the Texans are the ones that are really gonna hold the key. I believe it's what the New York Jets, I believe they're drafting fourth. And you hear you hear what another offensive lineman is a possibility. Um, they certainly can use I would say a cornerback. Uh, it depends who you talk to. Gardner from the University of Cincinnati is the top on some people's boards. And there's others, and there's other things that have been thrown out there as well. I think it's what Stingley from LSU, a lot of people think he is a very good cornerback. Didn't have that good of a year this past year, but people think highly of, highly of him. Um, Hamilton's name, you know, it's a safety. His name might get thrown out there as well. Um... And I believe Marcus, what is it, Marcus May? I believe he's a free agent. He could be out the door. Hamilton takes the spot. I don't think that Jeff will go get a safety. Uh, there are some good tackles in this draft. They could go get an old tackle. Tackle, I could probably see that. I can see the cornerback. They're certainly not going quarterback. They're supposing the quarterback of the future in Zach Wilson. They have a good young running back, I believe, in Michael Carter, that might be a running back him run for the next few years. The receiving core depends on. When. I know they had Corey. De- a signed Corey Davis last year's free agency. I believe Jameson Crowder. I believe he's a free agent. One guy to look at is Elijah Moore, and I'm sure for fantasy football people out there, he's a guy that you need to keep in mind. I know he's a New York jet receiver. Might be a kiss of death. But the guy did play very well towards the end of the season. He played very well when he was healthy. I think he's a name that you got to certainly look, look, look out for as well. Another more, Ron Delmore, we talked about Kyler Kyle Murray earlier. He's a guy that you might have to keep an eye out on because if all these – because right now the Cardinals are going to wind up with only DeHop and not much else at receiving core. And I think Rondell Moore. I don't think he will be a number two receiver, but he could be a number three receiver next year. And he might get a lot of chances. And there's a guy that you might want to keep an eye on. If you're a fan, if you're a fantasy football nut, there's a guy to keep keep your eye on as well. But like I said, every NFL expert has got has got their own mock draft, and I'll play along the game. But not right, but not right now. Like I said, give me a little bit of time. And I, you know, let things play out a little bit, and I will certainly, certainly give you my takes and my inputs on who I believe will go where, or who I believe should go where. Now my, my very last tidbit before we before we leave is. Now there's word. I've read an article today. Word that uh somebody asked Mike McCartney about Sean Payton, and Mike Mike McCartney wanted Mike McCartney wanted new parts of talking about Sean Payton. He said him and Jerry have a good relationship. You know they they talk. Of course you now he's the owner, and general manager. He said they've had very good conversations, and and Mike is not going anywhere. That Sean Payton cloud is going to hang over Mike and the Dallas football team and the city of Dallas. And I'm sure in the back of the mind, Jerry would love to have Sean Payton over Mike McCartney. And Jerry might not come out in a minute to to the media, but let's be honest with you. I'm sure Jerry would want Sean Payton. And to be honest with you, and I've said before, and I'll say it again. Where stuck with I don't see Sean Payton going down because Sean is not going to put up Jerry Jones because Sean's going to want some input on who he wants to bring in and Jerry's not I don't see Jerry giving up that power to Sean Payton now to be honest with you and there's a lot of pressure and downs and big D uh, if for some reason they get back to the playoffs, Mike has got to win a playoff game. M- maybe Mike's gotta get them all the way to at least the NFC championship game before Jerry says, Mike, you can come on back. My thing is if he does get team if he doesn't even get the team into the playoffs this year, I got a feeling like Mike's gonna be gone. Maybe if he wins a playoff game, maybe, you know, maybe maybe the uh, the Sean Payton Thing will die out, and the talks will die out. But the only way Mike can have those talks go away is he's gonna have to get this team, at least as far as maybe maybe an NFC championship game. He's gonna have to get them there. And then Big D, there's so much going wrong over the over the cap space. There's talking about maybe Zeke, you know Zeke maybe have taken a pay cut. Uh, There's isn't a buzz now that maybe Omari Cooper could be possible trade bait, but that's being denied. Cooper is on the books for a lot of money this season. So, but Jerry, the thing about Jerry is, Jerry has a habit of um, figuring out a way to get to move that money around. That's the one thing I do give Jerry Jones. Credit where it is due. Jared has done that in the past, and I'm sure Jared will try to do his best to figure a way around that. I'm assuming he's gonna pull Zeke in at some point in time and try to convince Zeke to reconstruct his contract. I'm sure maybe, maybe um, was it Dexter Lawrence? Maybe he gets Lawrence to do the same thing. I don't know if he'll go to the big man himself, Dak Prescott, and ask Dak to reconstruct. contract I'm sure he's going to ask several people to reconstruct their contracts to get and to try and get some more, some more talent into Big D I know Michael Gallup Michael Gallup will, will be probably elsewhere next year getting a little bit more money but the problem is Mike McCartney he's got to realize he's going to keep hearing this over and over and over again about Sean Payton You know, whether you can do that, dude, is you've got to at least get them, I think, to at least the NFC Championship game. And then maybe the Sean Payton talk will stop. But to be honest with you, like I tell Dallas fans, I just don't see Sean Payton going to Big D. Now, I'm sure there's not a team in the NFL that wouldn't want Sean Payton on their sidelines coaching their team. I don't doubt that at all, one, one iota. But for those fans, I gotta be honest with you, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be in Big D, not unless, not unless Jerry is willing to give up some power. And that's not happening. I don't see that happening. But Mike McCartney, Mike has gotta certainly clean up his, he's gotta clean up the mistakes that he's made over and over again this past season. He's got to he's gotta clean them up. He's gonna to have to give the team to at least the NC championship before Dallas fans will get off his back and say maybe Mike's our man after all. But we'll see. Like I said, Sean Payton talk is not. That Sean Payton talk is not going to go away anytime, anytime soon. Mike knows what he's got to do. I, I guarantee, in the back of his own mind, he knows what has to be, you know, what has to be done. But can he? I got a feeling, to be honest with you, if Mike doesn't do it this year. I got a feeling Dan Quinn wanted to be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys and not Sean and not Sean Payton. Mark my words on that, and I'm sure a lot of people. I'm sure there's probably some some of the players in the locker room would mind having Dan Quinn as their next head coach and have Mike McCartney head out the door. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all for this week's well at least this episode um, I'll do like I said the very best to keep updated everybody updated on all the football news that keeps coming out and certainly do my best to give you my opinions on on the many different subjects it'll be we'll see how busy in the off season it really is and I'm sure that people are going to be moving players be moving at some point in time so ladies and gentlemen Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time.